Welcome back to episode four of the Future Self podcast. The overwhelming support, encouragement, nice messages, motivating conversations I've had since episode one, two, and three has just been fucking so incredible. I've had friends I haven't talked to in so long reach out and just give so much support for what I'm doing. I've had so many messages from Josh of him sharing what people have sent to him. I've had so many people I don't know share inspiring things that have come from just listening to one episode. There's been three episodes up now. There's around two hours worth of content filmed and audio to listen to, which for me is so exciting and it seems like quite a bit, but it's only two hours. This channel has only just started. There's over 40 subscribers, which isn't that crazy in the big scheme of things, but to me, that is fucking crazy. This channel has been alive for two or three weeks. It's just been so special. It's something I feel so solid on. It's something I'm getting more and more excited to do each and every single week. I can't wait to sit down on a Friday and just begin the conversation with you guys or with the guests that I'm interviewing. I'm thinking of things over the week. It's it's just something I'm so looking forward to. So I've done three episodes, an intro, an intro to living for your future self, and then an incredible episode three with Josh, which was an amazing guest and a fucking amazing episode, which if you haven't watched, I'd highly recommend you go back and watch that. Though in today's episode, I really just want to talk about the impact people have on you, the impact you allow people to have on you, your friends and those that you have in your life. It's a topic that I'm sure everyone's heard, you are who you hang around or show me your five closest friends and I'll show you what your future is going to be like. And all of those things sound typical and seem just so obvious and it's Because to some degree, they're just fucking true. Like they really are true. Who you hang around molds who you are and has a huge impact on the potential of where you head. You know, the crowds that you involve yourself with, the support networks that you have, the people that you trust and share things with, it it really does matter. In my 21 years of living, short fucking... 21 years, you know, wise life result from many experiences. I've been through all different friendship groups. I've been through the party group. I've been through the backstabbing friendship group. I've been through the friends you thought were close, but just did so wrong by you. I've been in those friendship groups or even individual friendships with people who I thought were rooting for me, but were chatting so much shit about me to others. I've been in relationships uh, just that were toxic. I've been in, you know, friendships that were really good and then not so good for me. Though over the years, I've experienced so much with so many different people, whether it's personal, whether it's friendships, whether it's business, whether it's relationships. And it's really molded me fairly solid on who I allow to be in my life nowadays, who I really trust, who I love hanging around but keep at arm's length, who I love hanging around and cherish so close and trust 100%, support networks. It's 
really just allowed me to mold and navigate the people in my life and allow me to think really deeply on the role they play and the role I play in their life. Though what I wanted to talk about today is just opening up the conversation or sparking the idea around how much you let people dictate who you are and how much you allow people to control what you do. It's really hard nowadays, I've noticed, you know, humans in general are a lot more anxious, a lot more stressed, want to fit in a lot more, want to be a part of something a lot more. It's really fucking hard to be someone who stands out, who is comfortable to be on their own, is very solid on who they are in a way that you aren't arrogant on, you know, I'm perfect and everything I do is right. But, you know, if people aren't going to benefit you in a positive way, if people aren't going to work with you, if they're not going to collaborate, if they're not going to allow a mutual enhancing return for you and that individual, it's just it's just something that, you know, I see nowadays so many sad, depressed, anxious and worried and just not confident individuals that are really fucking impacted by the people they hang around, the friends they have, the relationships they have. It just, it's something I'm not going to say I can't relate or can't understand because I do. I've been in it. I've gone through all of that. It's just something I don't understand how people can allow to happen long-term. Now, not understanding, I don't understand the psychological dynamic behind it. It's just you have the strength to not allow someone to dictate who you are. You have the strength to not allow someone to tell you what you can and can't do. You have the strength to be your own person. I've worked with so many people in coaching, of course, over the years and a really interesting situation I've experienced multiple times because I'm mostly female clientele. I grew up with two sisters and a mum for, you know, over 10 years of my life. I just know girls well. I am a softer male myself. I can understand, you know, being in touch with your emotions a little bit more, which allows me to just align and click and and build a good relationship with females. Though with coaching, I've noticed that some girls really want to do coaching Some really want to change their life. They really want to work with me. And I've experienced this in a face-to-face setting when they've told me or also just in messages that they can't because their boyfriend doesn't let them or they're not allowed to because their male friend isn't comfortable with that, which is fucking wild because I can't sit there and say, hey, that person's not good for you because I'm sure that person's doing amazing things for them. Though the insecurity or discomfort that that male figure is expressing is impacting the girl so much that they don't pursue changing their life or gaining control or making a change. I see that with the past people I've talked to when it comes to coaching. I've seen that with just people I know with close friends that they've allowed people to have a control over them, which results in them doing things they might not want to, which results in them putting themselves second, 
which results in them clashing against their boundaries. It results in them doing things that deep down inside they know they don't want to do, but they're just forced into it. They're too uncomfortable to say no. They're anxious about being their own self. And the things that they're normally forced into doing is working huge hours and not allowing enough time for themselves. It's drinking or it's drug taking or it's clashing on their diet. It's not going to the gym. It's not doing nine times out of 10, something that's beneficial for the individual, where if the person that's getting them to do the negative thing had their best intentions in mind, they probably wouldn't be pushing them to do what they get them to do. Talking from personal experience, I have a very, very fucking small friendship group. It's really tight. I have a very small, close friendship group. Of course, then I've got my amazing support networks through friends that are a little bit outside of the direct close group. I have my amazing support network through my family, through people I work with and all of those things. Though I have a very small group of people who have access to my life, not because I'm in that people can't access me state or I don't have time, you know, for these people. It's because I've learned over the years that when you're friends with so many people, you have to manage and deal with so many others' insecurities, anxieties, ideals, and traumas, which is not always a bad thing. Some people like having really big friendship groups, which is wonderful for some people. Though for me personally, to talk about myself and my experiences, I learned that the more people I'm friends with, the more I was clashing on my boundaries and ideals. Now, I didn't just do a cull and go, okay, well, I'm not gonna be friends with this, 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 and this person, but I slowly started to analyze, wait, am I friends with this person because I truly have their fucking back and they truly have mine? Or am I friends with this person just to fit into this group? Am I friends with this person because I know on a Friday night, if I've got a bit of FOMO, they always are doing something? Am I friends with this person because... I need their approval. Am I friends with this person because they are cool or am I friends with this person because they're popular? I limited personally myself down to the people that truly have my back and I truly fucking have theirs. I'm now surrounded by friends where if I'm feeling shit, they don't make me feel shit for missing an event. I'm surrounded by friends where if I'm feeling good or have achieved something, they hype me up. They're proud of me. They love that I achieved that. They don't bitch about it. They don't tell me what I could have done better. They don't nitpick something about it. I'm friends with people who respect my boundaries. You know, I live a very routine life. I'm in bed asleep by 7.30, up at 4am. You know, I don't have friends calling me at 9pm when suits them. I don't have friends who on a Friday night are really pushing me and guilt tripping me to go out because they know I want to get up early and attack the weekend. Now, you can have friends that like different things. I love business and working. I have friends who love the gym. I have friends who love staying up late, 
who like going out. That's not the issue. You don't have to be directly aligned for, for me, speaking for myself. I don't have to be directly aligned with people who like business and just the gym. You know, you can have a wide range though. The people I've chosen to have in my life are the ones that support the boundaries I have in place, have my back no matter what I do, but I also have an equal return with that. I have their back as well. If they win something or achieve something, I want to fucking celebrate that with them. I'm not bitching about them or telling my other friends what they could have done better. I have a surrounding of people who want more for me. If I'm demotivated and I'm not wanting to get up and go at it, they support me and and they share an understanding, but they're also like, yo, you made this promise to yourself. Don't fucking let yourself down. They're not guilt chipping me going, oh, you suck or, you know, you, yeah, just rest. You, you, you weren't going to be able to do it. They're like, look, I get you're tired and that's your fault for going to bed late, but get up and do it because the sacrifice you're going to make today aligns with your future self. I remember in the past when I was a little bit more self-conscious, I didn't have the confidence and security I have now. It's taken so much fucking work. I know when I started working on myself, started becoming a lot more secure in who I am as a person and my wants and ideals. And, you know, I started to see people for how they were treating me. And I don't want to be friends with someone who doesn't have my back. I don't want to be friends with someone who knows I'm on a weight loss journey, yet they're asking me to go out and eat takeout every fucking day of the week. I don't want to be friends with someone who knows my mental health isn't the best, yet they're pushing me to go out and do bags on the weekend and get fucked up and stay up late. Those friends, and this is going to sound direct and rude, are not fucking it. Friends who know your mental health aren't good, but push you to do things that fuck up your mental health even more are not good friends with you. People who know you're on a weight loss journey, who try and sabotage it by telling you to, oh, just do this or, you know, just come out for dinner all the time, not as a once-off, not as a celebration, not as an event, as a consistent trying to clash and trying to force you to go against your boundaries and your wants aren't fucking it. Those friends who push you to do things that you don't want to do, like stay up late or, you know, I don't post that. It, it makes you look weird or, you know, don't hang out with this person because I don't like them. They're not fucking it. Now, a relationship can't be perfect. You can't always have each other's back. You can't always be cruisy. You can't always align with each other's thoughts. They're not healthy relationships. Things can't be dandy fairy 24-7. But the right kind of relationships are the ones where they support you and they have your best interest in mind. I truly want you to just think for a second that if your friend who sees you on a weight loss journey is pushing you to get fucked up on the weekend and eat all this food, do they really have your back? Are they really rooting for you? Are they really wanting to see you succeed? If you are in a position where your mental health isn't the best, you've expressed that 
going out enhances your depression and you don't like drinking yet every Friday you have that same friend asking you to come out, asking you, hey, let's go to this club. Do they really have your best interest in mind? Do they really care about how you feel the next day? Now, one thing I learned when I started to dive into relationships and attachment styles and the psychology behind friendships and the different relationships you have in your life, I started to learn a little bit that people can project their traumas and their experiences on you when it's not always your best interest they have in mind. So someone who might feel depressed who wants to go out but knows going out makes you depressed, they might not give a fuck that it makes you depressed because they feel shit so they don't care to have anyone else feel better or they don't care if you feel worse the next day because they already don't feel the best. And that's why it's so important to analyze who you have in your life, these relationships, excuse me, that you do have in your life because people's impact on you can be massive. If you see someone three times every single week, the way they think, feel and act will have some impact on you as a person, the way you act, the way you think. I remember I used to hang out with people who used to guilt trip me all the time about not going back. This is ages ago, you know, as a younger kid, even just a early teenager when I wanted to get into the gym a little bit more and it's like back then I didn't have the strength or the self-confidence to analyze maybe that relationship wasn't for me I was like yeah fuck maybe I I am doing the wrong thing maybe it is weird what I'm doing because I couldn't see that wait no they don't want what's best for me they just want what's best for them so they're gonna get me to do what they want though as I grew older I started to learn that the impact people have on you is so big. You need to be selective with who you allow in your life. You know, I have some of the most amazing friends. I'm surrounded by some of the most amazing people in business. I have some of the most amazing support networks. Now, that doesn't mean that when I get together with my friends, the thing that Jaden Smith said where we're talking about economics and climate change and politics, like, That's not fucking it. You don't need to be surrounded by people who only chat business, who only are talking about the stock market. My best mate, when me and my best mate max it together, we fuck around 90% of the time. Like we're bantering, we're just doing silly shit. But when it comes time to the real things like training, we push each other. You know, if we set a day to train, we don't wake up and, oh, Nah, not today, we'll snooze. It's like, yo, get the fuck up. We said it, we're gonna go do it. So when we're together, it's not always about serious things, but when it really matters, if I'm flat, I'm getting the support. If he's flat, he's getting the support. If he has a goal, I'm pushing him to achieve that goal. I'm rooting for him. I'm holding him accountable. If I have goals, the exact same thing is happening. So for instance, in the first episode of the podcast, I got so much hype from him and so much support. And then there was that thing of, hey, like, I know you really like things to be top notch. Look at the audio next time. It wasn't that, yo, like, it was so shit or yo, it was really quiet or, you know, 
hanging shit on it. It was the, I know what you're like. I know what you want. I know how you want it to be. Have a look at it next time. In a supportive way, it was literally just looking out for my best interests. So like I said, it's not that we get together and we have conversations always about training and doing things in the future and you know all these big things. Like we'll fuck around, we'll have fun, but when it matters, you know, the boundaries we have for ourselves but for each other, they're respected. I want to see that kid win in everything he does. I want to support it. I'm not going to talk shit about him behind his back. I'm not going to force him to go out on a Saturday if he has a CrossFit comp on a Sunday. And the same things happen in reverse with his support for me. The people you hang around impact your future. That really standard saying and something I've said twice now in this podcast. And it's true because you hang around disrespectful fucking people who clash on your boundaries, your future's not going to be of thrive, goal aligned and progressive. Yet you hang around people who respect you, love you, care for you and are rooting for you. You're probably going to see that thrive. You're probably going to achieve those goals. You're probably going to continue working towards where you want to be. If your goal is to have a really solid mental health and a healthy lifestyle, those friends who push you to go out, they're not going to fucking get you there. The friends who are in the gym on the weekend or who'd rather go to a cafe in the morning than the nightclub at night, the ones who want to go for a walk and get into bed early, they're probably going to be the impacting factor that allow you to move towards where you want to be, have that healthy mental health, have that thriving lifestyle. So the people you hang around, their interests isn't always the dictating factor of if they're a good friend or not. I have close friends who are in the DJ scene. I train boys who are in the DJ scene. They're fucking killing it. They're out late on weekends when I'm in bed. They're not bad friends. They're not saying, yo, come out, let's get fucked up. They'll have an event and I'll say, look, like, you know, boys, I can't go to it. I've got work in the morning. They don't whinge and bitch about it. It's like, yo, like, I get it. And fuck yeah, get to bed early. And then I'm the same with them. When they have the event, it's, you know, fucking kill it. I want to see all the videos and, you know, I'm going to share all their stuff and I'm going to support them the best I can within my boundaries which is looking after me, but also looking after them too. So it's not, if you're into the gym, you can't hang out with people who like going out. It's just the type of relationships and the type of respect for boundaries and respect for you as a person that they have. It's one of the saddest things I think when I see amazing people who might be a little less secure or a little less confident in themselves or, you know, things are really complex. Your childhood, your relationships, your experiences growing up essentially mold how you are with people, which sucks because if you allowed or you put that person in a position surrounded by amazing people, that amazing human that they are would really thrive. 
they're that amazing human that they are because they're a little less secure or confident on their boundaries and standing up against people surrounded by the wrong people just end up doing the wrong things and you see it. It's so clear to see and it fucking sucks because they might not realize the people they have in their life aren't good for them. They might not register that. They might not see it for how we see it on the outside looking in. The thing with that is everyone has different attachment styles and you know, different bonds to people and different reasons for having different relationships. There's no doubt, you know, it's, that's why I'm saying it's a really complex situation. It's not as simple as, hey, you're my friend and you're not my friend. Like we all act and choose and, and bind to people from different things. It's just, you need to see people for who they are and what they allow for you and what they do to you. No person has a fucking right to make you feel shit for wanting to live your life. If you're wanting to live your life that's respectful, that's looking after you and someone has an issue with that, fuck that person. They're just not a person that's rooting for you. If you're always tired, if you're always burnt out, if you're always, you know, not feeling good and a person's pushing you to do more to benefit them, fuck that person. That's not a good person for you. People who allow people to do that to them need to change that. And it's fucking hard. It's really fucking hard. When I was creating boundaries for myself, when I was becoming more solid in what I wanted and the things I wanted to do, it pissed off so many people. Like when I started to do more good things for myself, I think I created more people who were rooting for my downfall. When I started to change my life and be more sold on my boundaries, hey, come out tonight. No, I don't really want to. You know, I've, I've had a big week. I, I want to chill at home. I'm, I'm tired it started really pissing people off because people get annoyed when they can't control what you do when you become more secure in the choices you make. I remember I would stop saying yes to every event I was invited to, not to be a prick, not to be someone miserable sitting at home, whinging I don't get invited or punishing a person and saying no on purpose, but if it didn't align with me and I didn't really want to go out and it wasn't a direct non-negotiable, I used to say no. And me starting to say no to more people pissed more people off. But it also in time taught those people that, yo, okay, I guess that's just who he is and how he's going to be and I can't change that. And people then started to link back around and respect those boundaries. So what pissed them off and annoyed them initially, they started then to respect and and adhere by and understand and get. And then they started coming back around going, yo, like, fuck, you used to be so sold on your boundaries and it was that fucking annoying, but I get it. Like, I understand it. I'm doing that now myself. Like, what you were doing, I do get. And the hard thing with that is not everyone is strong enough to create their own boundaries. Not everyone is strong enough to stick to them because it's really fucking hard to do but you can do it. 
And if you looking after you pisses anyone off, fuck that person. You don't need that person in your life. If you doing something right by you, for instance, going to bed early or not saying yes to every event or putting yourself first annoys someone and not as a once-off in a warranted setting where you let them down in a consistent setting, fuck that person. That person is not good for you and they do not have your best intentions in mind. So you need to be strong enough to look after you, to put yourself first because no one matters in your life more than you. And that might sound selfish, but it's not because if you look after you, you can look after people more. If I didn't set that boundary of being more to myself on the weekend and pissing all those people off when I did, I wouldn't be able to look after the people I have in my life now like I, I can. So what seems selfish of, oh, you always want to do what works for you and you know look after you, pissed off the group of people I didn't want or need in my life anymore but allowed me to look after me, which then allows me to look after my people in my life and help them more. So it's a less selfish thing to do in the long run. This is such a topic I could just chat about for ages. I get so intensely fired up by it because some of the best people I know just get fucked over by allowing people to clash on their boundaries and having the wrong people in their life. And it's really sad. It's really annoying because they're amazing people and it's really hard to speak against it and it's really hard to to stand up for yourself essentially and, and set the boundaries and tell people fucking no. Something I could chat about for fucking hours though I promised myself that episode four would be a shorter one. So I'm going to close it out at that. I want to close it out that if looking after you pisses someone off in the way that they don't have control over you. They no longer can dictate what you do because you're putting yourself first. Then fuck that person. They are not for you. You are better off on your own, having your own back, than being surrounded by so many friends that don't actually have your back. The amount of people you have around you doesn't mean shit. You could have two people around you that have the quality and the positive aspects that 50 shit friends could have combined. You don't need to have so many people accessing you and having so much control over you. So if someone doesn't like you looking after yourself, fuck that person. So episode four, like I said, I wanted it to be a shorter one. I wanted it to just be, a little idea, a little spark, a little, oh, fuck yeah, maybe that friendship isn't actually good for me or, yeah, I've been I've been feeling this way and it's it's not individual, like I, I do get it. I appreciate the support so much on the first three episodes, the subscribing, the commenting, the sharing on Instagram, that does so much. It allows it to reach more people, it allows people to engage and have conversations with me. Episode three was fucking amazing. Like I'm still getting comments and messages from it. And it happened a week ago when I'm recording this, but a fortnight now that it's been posted, it's just been so wonderful. Some of the actions people have been doing for their future self just from hearing you know, an episode has been so amazing. If you're watching the visuals on YouTube, 
If you want to like and subscribe, that's fucking amazing. It supports me. It's more motivating and it helps allow it get out to more people. But if you don't, hey, thanks for just watching this episode because that matters just as fucking much. If any of these episodes impact you or help you, just share it with someone. Whether they watch it or not, fuck it. Just share it. Say, hey, like I I saw this and you know it really resonated with me this part. Just have a listen to it. So if you're on YouTube, thank you. If you're on Spotify, like so many people are, thank you for just listening. I don't expect my episodes to be listened within the first 24 hours. I know people listen to it when they're training, when they're driving, when they're walking. And I love that. Like I love just people killing some time with something that could help them or be of positive benefit. So if you're listening from Spotify, thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning in for another episode, episode four. Episode five's coming, which is with a guest. I have guests lined up for the next few weeks, which is really, really fucking exciting. A few amazing conversations and a few amazing journeys to share. Like I mentioned in episode two, there is something very special coming out soon linked to this podcast, linked to the future self. It's been created and worked on. It will be launching very soon. So stay tuned for that. I will link both my socials down in the bios. I will link my coaching page down in the bios too. Though I hope you have the most amazing day. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in episode five.